0: hey there ramble force chris gamble here with another episode of the digital ramble joined as always by my co-host in houston jj cannon
1: well happy new year my friend and digital ramblers how are you i hope y'all are off to a fantastic new year
0: Yeah, excited to have our first recording of the year, JJ. We're both pumped up for a year of rambling.
1: You know what? Season 8? No. Yeah, Season 8, Episode 55. Today's going to be a great episode, man. What do we got on hand?
0: Two things. Uh, First thing we're going to cover is living with voice control. I think it's been around for a while, but I'm really getting into my groove at home with with voice control, so I want to talk about that. And um, we're also going to talk about a huge event that's starting, or will have started by the time this airs, in Las Vegas. Yeah, it is CES 2020. Oh dear. that's going to be huge, the Consumer man! Consumer Electronic Show. Yeah, oh, it's massive. Just massive. Massive. It just grows and grows every year.
1: Consumer Electronics Show is what CES stands for. It's out in Vegas. So we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But before we do, I'm JJ Cannon, CEO of Digital Delight here in Houston, Texas where we love creating incredible experiences for our homeowners by using technology.
0: And I'm over in the UK, Chris Gamble, co-owner, co-founder of Customize, the smart home business operating in and around the London area.
1: Yeah. And together, We have this cool show called the Digital Ramble. We have a tremendous vault of experience sharing that we've created over this past year, year and a half. You can check it out at digitalrambleshow.com. You can also email us at digitalrambleshow at gmail.com. We're on Instagram, Facebook. We're on 11 podcast streaming services plus a few more that are out there predominantly like iTunes and uh, Spotify and, you know, some of those more familiar ones, but yeah. So uh, if you're, if you would, we would love for you to engage with us, comment down below, shoot us an email, say hello. Let us know what you're, uh, what's exciting you in technology today.
0: Yeah, certainly subscribe to all our channels and turn on those alerts to get notifications when we're next. Uh, dropped a video or an, or an episode. All
1: right, brother. You ready to get into this episode?
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Voice control has been a big big topic over the years in our industry, and we want to kind of get people up to speed with, with what's out there today.
1: Let's do it. Mike, hit that button.
0: As always, we'd like to thank our Patreons. Uh, they hugely support the show, and it helps us. Get these shows out every week to to our audience, so if you want to become a Patreon, you can for as little as a dollar a month, patreon.com forward slash digital ramble.
1: Yeah, man, first on the docket today, voice control. You know, this is a topic, you know, that we got into and we kind of skipped, you know, skipped across the, the verbatim lake and touched on throughout the entire year, but man, I think 2020, it's really going to start saturating our everyday lives.
0: Yeah, and I think it's now become such a presence in so many items that are residing in our homes that they've got this built-in microphone in our speakers, appliances, smart home devices, your wearables. So the fact that it's now just omnipresent, that I'm I'm at the point in my own home where I know if I yell out, something's going to hear me and it's going to turn on, turn off, close, open the thing that I'm I'm requesting. So I really found over the Christmas period that I was using voice control a lot more uh, because I felt for the first time I had the right coverage in my house to be able to to control it with voice without reaching for apps and going to touch screens and, and wall controls.
1: Yeah, Gamble, I, and I think everybody is going to really start – you know, embracing voice control because of the efficiency, the ease of use, you know, it's very universal as well in the sense that it can create a very um, universal control system through voice. So you can use a variety of different platforms uh, and have voice control control everything.
0: Yeah, what I like about it is the, the, the common phrases you can use, you know, so whether it's a voice assistant from brand A, B, or C, you're pretty much in the right realm if you say, you know, Madam A, Siri or whoever, turn on the kitchen lights or turn off the kitchen lights or, you know, pause in the kitchen, turn up the volume in the kitchen, that kind of phrases. Once you've mastered that, which I think are the basics, these these key phrases of turn on or off, turn up or down, play, pause. Once you've got them and you're, and you're confident with that kind of dialogue, then you should be confident controlling a lot of technology in the home nowadays that is voice controllable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The other thing about using voice, man, is it's completely expandable. So as you bring new tech into your house, that capability of using voice to control it is most likely going to be built in. I think a lot of manufacturers are seeing the opportunity that is available through voice. And it's just going to be part of the device. Uh, and something as, you know, I remember uh, last year, maybe a year before Amazon released a, a microwave with voice control capability. I mean, I don't have one. I don't know anybody that has one, but there's a reason for it. And I think it's just going to be built into to all devices and with purpose, not just because, but there will be a purpose purpose for that.
0: Yeah, but I also think the microwave was the was clever because you put a microphone in the kitchen. You know, sure, are you going to use voice control to, you know, to set the to cook for three minutes? You're probably still going to punch in the buttons if it had the buttons. But what it did, it put a microphone in a tactical key position in the home. You have the voice assistant to ask for weather, news um stock prices lights on lights off is the door open is the garage open those kind of phrases you put the microphone in the busiest home the busiest room in the home that that's that was what was key for me putting in in appliances
1: so who are some of the biggest players out there gamble for me there's like three big players
0: oh for sure and they've they've dominated um for for a number of years you know we've had these voice assistants for a number of years and the first one that was seen as a a voice assistant for the home was when Amazon launched their Echo range of products. So the Echo, the Echo Dot, and Madam A. uh, You might want to kind of turn off your speakers, uh, your microphones for this episode. But Alexa was kind of the the first mass market voice assistant that came around.
1: yeah, they, they definitely she's, were the she's, ones she's that yelling were. Like, at
0: me. They they were
1: the ones that were most acceptable. I mean, I think there was a couple of voice services that that were released that just didn't really have that bang. But I think Amazon was the company that actually put it over. You know, brought it to to true use to where yeah, okay, I, I can see us actually using this for for real purpose.
0: Oh, it, it came out of the gate such a rate um, that so many people adopted a a smart assistant, smart speaker, one or two in their home, just for the the novelty factor firstly. Um, And because of that success, then you saw Apple adapt their voice assistant, which was already established in their phones and tablets through Siri, but they adapted Siri to become a, a home control assistant through their HomeKit platform. And then Google, around a similar kind of time, came to the party to, to complete the triangle of the big three with their Google assistant. And for me, that's probably the best performing smart home assistant at the moment, um, closely followed by uh, Madam A. And then, unfortunately, a little bit but way behind, actually, uh, Siri in the to complete that, that uh, gold, silver and bronze lineup.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, Google, Google's I, I like Google because you can go really in-depth through search, you know, and answer some really deep, deep questions that the other services don't or can't, you know, penetrate. You know, Google is the largest search engine. And so whenever you ask in-depth questions, it has good answers for you other than just your, you know, kind of surfacey. Questions you can really kind of go deep with Google, as well as they're assisting with you know automating your house. They they do a really good job at it, and uh, Amazon does co- does a good job as well. Uh, but I find that Amazon you have to be a little bit more specific in your phraseology. You got to get your phraseology correct, unless yeah. you expand that database of, of vocabulary. Whereas Google eh, it's a little bit more organic and freeform it kind of understands you a little bit better.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. I I think there's, there's a little bit of management that you've got to, to have behind the scenes with Amazon and uh, their framework of how they like you to structure things and place things in groups. Um, But it's changing. You're now seeing them all embrace multiple commands in one, one sentence. You can, you can ask for, brightness of lights you can ask for for the heat you can ask for shades to close for example and that's that's been an evolution we've seen in the last year uh, to 18 months where you're able to do longer form um, commands to them but but what's good about what i like about google and, and amazon is they've got their own kind of ecosystem of products around them as well so google having all their nest products and doorbells and cameras and the same with with ring having Um, their association with Amazon and and Blink cameras as well, all working beautifully with the voice assistant. So the voice assistant's got some very close allies um, to to give you a straight out of the box, no setup, configuration zero of of smart home setup. Um, But what's good now is every product that's coming to market in the same way that years ago it was like, wow, it's got an app, it's got an app. Well, no, what we're looking for now is it's compatible with Amazon and Google and Apple HomeKit compatible or Siri compatible. It's not always, but they're starting to ensure they're they're compatible with the, the big voice brands.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, what kind of things can you control, Gamble? I'm looking behind you there, and everything I see behind you has some type of voice control awareness or capability of of understanding like you can unlock your door with voice control you could you could you could pull up and see who's at your front door or on your back patio through uh through a you know amazon uh show device uh and and a ring product i mean it's limitless
0: yeah i don't see any any boundaries anymore for voice control and what, what it can control. Um, I am always still a little bit cautious of it controlling door locks. Um, but luckily there's always a, there's like a secondary, uh, confirmation that you want to, to unlock a door, uh, from, from, some of the voice assistants, particularly with Apple HomeKit, you do get that heads up that, uh, you know, if, are you sure you want to unlock the door? Um, because it may not be you that's asking to, to unlock the door. Um, and that's, that's where, you know, voice control is that universal interface. So anyone, any voice, any age can say that phrase to, to control the lights, you know, and that's, that's been the biggest one for me with customers is controlling lights with, with voice and, and someone of any age or any mobility, you know, I love controlling the lights without having to get up. I can't even imagine what that's like for somebody who cannot get up, you know, somebody with disabilities, you know, I can't imagine how much it brings to their lives to be able to, to view cameras, to speak to to people at the front door, to, to unlock things, to open garage doors, you know, and all these kind of things that voice control can do. Um, It's such a, timely and much needed interface for people with mobility issues
1: yeah absolutely you know one of the things that my girls and it just cracks me up every time at night the girls when they're getting into bed and they have something to do in the morning they're always setting an alarm through voice you know for me i used to have that little red alarm clock sitting next to the bed and i'd have to yeah you know hold it down and and toggle through you know what i'm talking about mike you know, Mike's over there nodding and laughing and, you know, trying to get, dadgummit, and, you know, you got to go back through the 60, you know, uh, 60 minutes to get back if you if you accidentally miss it. But my girls are always calling up an alarm or setting a snooze or calling up music or setting their uh, Philips Hue lights, you know, light strips there in their bedrooms. They're, they're using voice control for everything and even, you know, don't tell their teachers, but I hear them asking some math you know, you know, some math questions to help them out with their homework.
0: Yeah, because this is the wider benefit that, you know, there weren't these devices weren't introduced for smart home. They were introduced as assistants. They were introduced to help you with, you know, checking the weather, searching for traffic, uh, shopping, which I think was really what the Amazon, you know, Echo devices were there for as this easy way to shop from their vast online empire. Um, but lo and behold, we decided we wanted to turn lights on and off with them. So uh, they decided to sell as light bulbs instead now. So the, the smarter assistant, the voice assistant, isn't just for the smart home. This is something that once you introduce it to your home, you get all the benefits of it. That's not just for the, for the tech side of things that we do, but that, all-in-one assistant to help you, you know, live a more efficient life. And like I say, over the Christmas period, I had that two weeks at home with my family and I used voice so much uh, because, you know, I had a baby in one hand and turkey sandwich in the other, you know, some, I don't need, I don't, I can't hold my phone or, you know, use my wearable tech. So I had to use voice and, uh, you know, it went, it went really well. Um, I just felt that for that period voice was was doing exactly what, what I needed it to do for me. And it was good to experience that firsthand.
1: You know, one of the biggest concerns that I hear our clients asking about is, you know, privacy, you know, it, and, you know, honestly, privacy is a, is a good concern. It's a good reason to be concerned, but there are solutions. There are alternatives. I mean, we've mentioned the, the big three, but if you don't know, like we always say, if you don't know, find a home tech pro and in our channel, you know, there is another voice control service out there that is doing a fantastic job and guarantees your privacy. And that's uh, Josh.ai.
0: Uh, yeah, friends of the show, uh, we, you know, if you look way back in the Digital Ramble archives, you'll see appearances from, from Josh.ai. And we've mentioned them numerous times when we've talked about voice. And they're a, they're a voice company that that talks to all the technology that we've talked about in the past, that it, it interacts with all the home tech that you can imagine. And they're, they're prolific partners with other technology brands at making their voice assistant work with um, with the best in home technology and, and work with some of the, the more complicated home technology, the big home automation systems that we talked about, from brands like Control 4, Savant, Crestron, Big Lutron lighting systems with color changing and circadian rhythm lighting. Josh.ai is is prolific at talking to these brands. Um, they've set up excellent integrations with with Sonos. You know, I remember they, they launched this thing called VoiceCast, uh, where you know your voice assistant would come through your Sonos speakers, which was super cool. But at the heart of this business is a business that cares passionately about the privacy of the the user of the the homeowner and they're very transparent with their privacy policies and and very transparent on how you can manage your privacy with their their voice platform
1: you know the other thing about uh josh ai that i really really like you know and and privacy is is probably the 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 pillar of them all but but and but below that the voice control commands are very fluid you know so you don't have to be Mm -hmm. so starch with your voice commands But, bro, their app, their app for their phone interface is fantastic, which you cannot say that about any of the other big threes. The big three apps stink. They are horrible. Uh, But Josh's has got it on lock, man. It's posh. It functions well. It's like a remote in your hand that works through voice control.
0: No, it's a beautifully designed product, and we highly encourage you to go and check out their website at josh.ai. And, Go check out some videos we did. We did a cool booth tour, I'm yeah, sure, at CDO with, with Josh as well. So, yeah, super cool company. Big shout out to them. And for, just to repeat, they are a, a voice specialist, a voice platform that care about your privacy.
1: Cool, man. You want to get into CES 2020?
0: Yeah, for sure. Let's go. I, I'm, I'm really excited about CES. I wish uh, Las Vegas was just uh, a two-hour flight away from me, but unfortunately it's about 12 hours. <laughs> All right, G. Me, I'd, I'd go every year.
1: Where, when and what? Give us some details.
0: Fabulous Las Vegas. Um at time of airing, it, the show has probably started, but it's from the 7th of January till the 10th of January uh, at the convention center in the Sands Hotel in Las Vegas. And this is the world's biggest tech show uh, organized by the consumer technology association it's just a behemoth Uh, it's a massive show yeah where are where we were
1: this past september is very focused on home technology where ces it's it's cars it's refrigerators it's i mean it's any if it's got a piece of tech in it it's at this show and it is just an absolute beast uh, of a show if you want to If you want to track it yourself, you know, we got this little, I got this little placard here. Check out the hashtag CES2020. Twitter is probably the best space that you can find, like, up to the second drops on what's happening at CES. Uh, We're definitely going to be monitoring it all this week. Next week's episode, we're going to be talking about some of the highlights, some of those uh, cherries that we find that are going to be pulled out of CES uh, we're super excited. We have some actual friends boots on the ground that are going to be giving us some good feedback on what they are seeing and sensing. But this show is an absolute monster. Like 170,000 visitors gamble. That's messy. Jeez. They have 4.400 no, 4,500 exhibitors. I mean, you have to have you definitely have to have one of those battery operated scooters just to speed by all of them. You can't get to them enough.
0: You need that that segue. But I I saw a stat that there was going to be on on Twitter alone, you're looking at over 5,000 tweets per hour during the show. Um, So if you want to see what's happening at, at CES, go to that hashtag on Twitter, add it, create lists, you know, pinpoint a few key accounts that you want to follow and get all the news from CES 2020. We've had a look at some of the things that we're expecting to see because there's been a few things leaked and a few things starting to come out now. And one product that caught my eye was from Samsung, and that's this rotating TV. This is for the TikTok generation, JJ. People want to watch up and down video as well as uh, the normal horizontal video
1: yeah um the, you know and I saw that television actually and it also if it's the one that I'm thinking of, it's also like a smart pad so you can actually draw on the television and you know it and I think it has a video interface that that you can do two way communication or conferencing or group conferencing yeah. I mean it's it's truly the new generation of of communication and entertainment and and how. Our near future will will evolve and change.
0: For sure, that's going to give us challenges with with wall mounting uh, rotating TVs. Um, so yeah,
1: that is that is truly zero input zero? Man, <laughs> there's no wires yeah. going to that thing.
0: <laughs> now, to control that TV, I saw a product from a company called Next Mind, and this is mind control for your TV. It's a wearable band that goes around your head, and basically wherever you focus your attention on the screen you can make a change to that channel or the volume or the the program or open the next video on youtube so next mind i'm going to dive a bit deeper into that to find out what the heck all that is about
1: that actually my, that actually sounds like something my wife already has but it's called the yeah. look
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can feel a stare in the back of my head. Like, <laughs> I got a
1: tingle up my neck. I think she needs me to do something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That reminds I me. Spotted I a, Yeah, go, yeah ahead. go ahead. That reminds me one time I was over at the beta store. I, I think I've talked about it. Beta B, the number eight TA. And uh, one of the sales reps, so I was like, man, what are these black vases, you know, with uh, or vases? He's like, oh, yeah, man, you haven't seen these things yet? I was like, no. Nah. He's like, if you look real close and concentrate, these things actually move across the counter. I was like, no way. He's like, yeah, way. He's like, all right, go ahead. And so I'm, I'm standing there like an idiot in the store, man, like trying my hardest. I turn around, and he's just busting up laughing. He thought it was the funniest thing that I would fall for something like that. But here we, here it is, man. Next mind. It's actually, uh, it's actually true.
0: You clearly don't have the force, JJ. I don't have the force. No Jedi in me. Okay. (laughs) Um, One product that was kind of quite popular last year was the Smart Toilet by Kohler. Yeah. German company. Um, And they've continued their uh, bathroom theme and they've gone with a smart shower head. It's got built-in voice assistant, the Madam A built-in. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting one. I think that may be quite popular for high-end bathrooms. Um, so Man, a smart I, I could speaker, use one of those.
1: I would love to have a voice control shower. Like, m- make it rain. I don't know. Like, what could you? Yeah. Like, I'd like certain temperatures. I like different strengths. You know. You could but also put LED lights on it. Built
0: in, yeah. This is built in with the voice assistant and the speaker. So we'll see how that's. That's embraced. Um it's a bit of a gimmick, possibly, but
1: I don't know. I, I they, possibly persisting. changing
0: batteries could be a problem. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And there's
0: oh, I don't know. I don't know how they, they deal with the power on that. Because I think I think hydro, I saw some like they had the smart
1: power. they had the smart flushing toilet, but it was battery operated.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Two you weeks know? is all that lasted.
1: Yeah, and if you yeah, if you if you drop a deuce and you can't flush, man, that's trouble. Especially if
0: you're at your friend's house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. Right, we'll, we'll leave, yeah, we'll leave that. Um, now, there is a, a return for, to the show from somebody that's not been there for a very, very long time. And although they're not exhibiting in the traditional sense, they've got a big booth, but they are going to be there for the first time in, in a couple of decades, I think, is Apple. They're going to be there. They're participating in some roundtable discussions over uh, privacy. You know, today's online world, they're going to be uh, highlighting their great um, focus and importance they place in privacy. So it's good to see Apple coming back. Um, Maybe one day we'll see them return with, with a booth and products.
1: Cool. Yeah, I think that probably has to do with that. You know, with their their grouping with uh, Amazon and Apple and Google and uh, the Z Wave Alliance, that probably is what what's triggered them to yeah. want to make a presence this year.
0: Yeah, I hope that's the start of them them returning because it's you know they're they're sorely missed at these kind of big gatherings, no doubt. But yeah, CES twenty twenty, you know, go check that out. Follow it on Twitter, and uh, we'll be following up next week with our. Uh, best of the smart home from CES 2020. Absolutely.
1: All right. Gamble. You're going to do your gamble ramble today.
0: Yeah. I got a quick one for you. Uh, topical again, just something that came into my inbox today. All right. Uh, okay. So we had the unfortunate news from, uh, from a client who we did some TV work for last year. They, uh, Bad time of year. They had a break in to their home over the New Year Christmas period. They were they were away. Uh, no, no major damage to the property. No, nothing major stolen, but obviously they're shaken up that their privacy has been eva- invaded by someone that's come into their home. And they, you know, it's a classic one. You always, you know, after you've, you know, the, the horse will bolt, you know, after you've closed the gate, but. They asked for some simple smart home additions for security and when I gave them the response, I thought, blimey, it's so easy to boost your security of your home with smart home by just identifying one of three devices to install on the outside of your building. And I gave them the first option. Have you got an existing doorbell? If you do, think about replacing it with a smart doorbell. So take your dumb doorbell off and get a pro to put in a smart doorbell, you're looking at, could be as little as $200, £200, could be that low, depending on the model of doorbell you choose. could go up to maybe $300, £300 possibly as well. So if you've got a doorbell, upgrade it. If you've got an existing outside light, think about changing that to a smart light. So it's got camera, motion sensor, siren, uh, LED floodlight built into it. If you've got an outside light, change it for a smart outside light. Again, in that ballpark, that £300, that $300. I'm not saying do both of those. I'm saying doing one of those. And then the final one was just, you know, use lighting. Put your outside lighting on either under the control of a smart dimmer or relay or switch that's allowing that lights to be scheduled, that's allowing... the um, the lights to come on when you're away, based on your location or based on a, on a schedule you've set. But look at at least doing one of, these, one of these things, costing a few hundred pounds or dollars, you can make your home more secure, you can give it a visual deterrent, and you can add a feature that you just, well, obviously in their case, they'll wish they had this thing. Um, so for me, look at one item on the outside of your building, that you should be upgrading to smart now in 2020 this year, find the pro discuss with them that you want the doorbell, you want the outside light, or you want the lighting made smart so that you can protect your home uh, all year round.
1: That's awesome, man. The smart way to secure your home and it's easy and it's affordable, you know? And, And, um, and, and honestly all those devices that you were just talking about you can actually have a screen inside your you know next to your bedside that you can verbally pull up to see exactly what's happening with those cameras that might be on your perimeter love it and and I, I'm thinking of one manufacturer just off the top of my head that can do all of that super easy very affordable yeah, the one that, yeah that one probably
0: there, yeah, yeah that, that was right the there. that was the products I suggested and actually just as a little bonus CES thing I noticed on in the press today Ring have announced some new light bulbs, not the light fittings that they had. They've they've released their own range of bulbs, and they've now got a new little indoor camera, which is going to be as I think it's about fifty dollars. Really, a smart smart camera. Yeah.
1: You know, Rich uh, Rich Way, he's coming in and meeting with me next week. It won't be you know by record time, but I'm going to sit down with him and you know bend his ear and find out exactly what all. You know they got oh, and also and,
0: also a also a gate controller as well. They'll ooh. be able to unlock your gate.
1: All right, Gamble, that's all we got for today.
0: Cool, that's it. That's We're it, man. That. That's a wrap. That's a
1: wrap, yeah. man. CES 2020 CES. coming up. Voice control. I'm going to.
0: I'm going 2020? virtually. Oh man.
1: <laughs> I'll be my, virtually there. My eyes are gonna be glued to the Twitter.
0: My eyes will be glued.
1: all right friends thank you so much for engaging and talking and chatting and sharing with us today if you don't know find yourself a home tech pro and until then y'all have a fantastic week happy new year yeah man ces just huge next year Every month, the Digital Ramble will receive a regular source of income from supporters who've pledged through Patreon. For as little as a dollar a month, having your ongoing support means we spend less time thinking about business and more time creating quality content for
0: you. Customized, based in Norfolk, England, are proud sponsors of the Digital Ramble. Check out our all set up services. It's smart home installation with ease. Customize.uk.com.
1: If you're looking to make your basic home smart, check out DigitalDelight.com forward slash shop, where they have a variety of different smart home technology solutions that help make smart home shopping easy for you. Check out DigitalDelight.com forward slash shop.